You're listening to Women's Dream Enlightenment, Dream Decoding, Deep Discussions, and Spiritual Stories of Self-Discovery to inspire your personal enlightened journey. I'm your host, Megan Mary, founder of Women's Dream Analysis. Let's bring in the light. Welcome. So today my guest is Anjani Amrit. She is an entrepreneur, leadership, and women's empowerment expert, speaker, and author. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yes. Thank you for coming on the program. So what I want to ask first, um, as this is about women's enlightenment, is what does the word enlightenment mean to you? It's a really great question. I have a very, very long answer and a really nice short answer. So the short answer is bringing light onto a subject so that we can have a clearer perception, a bigger, grander perception of the truth, the absolute truth and nothing but the truth. So for me, that's the short answer. And I guess the longer answer is a process and journey of self evolution and growth so that we can know truly who we are as a soul rather than just a personality, just an ego self. Um, And that's a very interesting journey that we're all on, whether we're doing it consciously or unconsciously. Yes. And I, I like both of those answers. I think that aligning with the self and finding the true purpose is, is definitely what what I consider enlightenment to be. And I don't think there's one clear way of getting there. I think there's a lot of different ways. And, and sometimes it's a combination of ways. But um, the, the ultimate goal is to at least start on that path, start on that journey. And when you do, the universe seems to present itself with the the ways that you're going to find the rest of the answers, right? Yeah, right. I mean, we are all on that journey, but um, if we can start it more consciously, more deliberately, then we help ourselves greatly. And the progress that we make is much faster, way more deliberate, more directed. And so um, I think that's the biggest blessing that we could have in life is getting aware that that's the main highest purpose of our life you know we have other purposes like having a career and having a family and they're all fabulous and important too and and they all feed into that greater purpose of um, knowing ourselves and knowing truth yes yes agreed and I think what what you are doing as a as a sole purpose mentor it really speaks to that because you help other women discover what their sole purpose is, basically. And I'd I'd love to hear how you came to do that kind of work, what your spiritual or enlightenment journey was and how you came to to be where you are today. Well, I was a corporate lawyer for over 16 years and had no 
reference whatsoever to spirituality, enlightenment, yoga, meditation, you know, it was all it was all very foreign to me. But what happened was I got very sick. Um, I started having anxiety, regular panic attacks. I had chronic digest digestive issues um, as a lawyer, and I wasn't coping very well. It was very high pressured. I was working 22-hour days for months on end on deals, buying and selling companies, doing mergers and acquisitions. It was very full-on, let's say. And I didn't really have any tools at that time to manage that pressure, manage myself in that pressure. And having exhausted all of the traditional routes for healing, you know, I went to the doctors, got a therapist, etc. None of it really worked. <clears throat> and that really led me to looking elsewhere and led me to going to alternative medicine. And I discovered meditation, I discovered yoga. I discovered Ayurvedic medicine, which is a holistic medicine. And in discovering those, I got a little bit angry that I hadn't known about these. It was like, wow, this was here the whole time and I never knew. And so I really took a deep dive into studying as far and wide as I could on everything alternative because it just brought so many answers to me to all the questions that I'd had tried to get answered rationally and logically. Um, I found that these philosophies and ways of life really helped me. I got, I got well, I became happy, and I found my purpose. And then it was really a, a transition from me being a lawyer, because I was, I was still being a lawyer while I was studying all of this. I transitioned into um, running my own practice for a little while while I was studying. And then I set up my own business as a side hustle, um, mentoring people, doing healings, um, giving advice on health and well-being. And it snowballed from there, really. I never really looked back. That's that's an amazing story. I I think so many people really want to do that, of course. I mean, that's the that's the ultimate goal. And it's it's inspiring to hear that you have. And I also want to hear more about the the energy clearing and the and the activations that you do. I, I'd like to hear how that can help women realize their their next path. Sure. Um, <clears throat> I don't really publicize this, but I am incredibly psychic. So when I started studying energy healing, natural healing, um, I discovered that I had a natural ability to see things. Now, I this had happened when I was younger, but I just dismissed it or thought everyone could kind of, everyone knew how everyone else was feeling. I didn't realize that it was unique to me. So I'm an empath, I'm a sensitive, but I'm also incredibly psychic. And so I can I can um, read a client's soul, I can read their vibration, and I can see pretty much into their future and, and um, intuit help intuitively guide them to where their soul is wanting them to go to. So I basically work with their guides, with their soul, and help them come to realizations because it can be quite confronting you know if you're a lawyer and someone said to you well you're going to be a speaker and an author I would have freaked myself out so 
Um, it's it's about slowly helping people um, awaken to their purpose that I can usually typically see. And then the energy here in healing and clearing is really important because that's a super fast way of letting go of any blockages or limitations that we might be having consciously or unconsciously in our mind, emotionally or physically even to in order to progress really rapidly. So in working with energy, you know, if we change our energy, then we get rapid transformation as opposed to therapy, which is great. And, you know, I'm, I, I, I think therapy is, it has its place and has, it does well for a lot of people, but we don't go into the past. I actually look at the chakras and I can scan and look into people's chakras and auras and see exactly what's going on. I can see if their relation, you know, what's going on in their relationships. And so we can clear out anything that's limiting them in relationships. I can, I can pretty much see past lives and how that might be impacting on their current lives. Um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite in depth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it sounds, it sounds like it. And I, I mean, it's, it sounds all very, very interesting too. I, I would, who wouldn't want to know those, those types of things. I think, I think it's another way to sort of mine that those hidden depths of ourselves that maybe we, we, we have the ability to access, but many times we just don't know how to access them. We're, we're living in, in our bodies, but we're subconsciously holding blockages and holding energy and holding emotions and, and all of that type of thing. And, and I found in my work that that's, that also resonates in your dreams. Anything that you're carrying subconsciously is going to come out in the, in the form of a metaphorical story um, in, in your dreams, much like where you might have a dis-ease in your body from carrying that same, that same thing. It's just manifesting itself in a different way. And, and clearing that energy can, of course, use different modalities as well, but it can be on the, on the spirit, spiritual level, on the um, health and wellness level. But I think also when you, when you delve into those depths, however you clear it is, is more the, point that you get that you acknowledge that it's there as the first step and then that you can process it and integrate it into your into yourself and then into your in in the case of dreams into your waking life yeah it's it's such an important process that we we aren't given any tools for that in our western world and those tools that are out there and the facilitators that can assist us with those kinds of tools and strategies are unfortunately labeled in our Western society as quote unquote woo-woo. And so discerning ambitious women like you and I would run a mile from anything like that thinking because we'd been conditioned that way that, you know, it's something that is resigned for people with pink hair wearing tie-dye and eating mung beans and I'm not that I'm having a go I'm you know I realize I'm the biggest hippie around but um you know it's 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 an interesting one and I feel like it's really important that as women we have these conversations 
and bring all of this ancient, vital, sacred wisdom, I want to call it, back into the mainstream. And by having these kinds of conversations, it brings it back into the mainstream because we've had many, many centuries of a patriarchy that has diminished and dismissed and persecuted women's intuition and inner knowing and the healing energies and practices as you know being witches. And so there's a lot for women to overcome, you know, centuries of this conditioning and persecution. And a lot of the work that I do is helping women overcome that in the first place and overcome these mindsets that would block them from accessing their innate wisdom, their innate capability to tune in and tap in and process for themselves. And so it's, I think it's really important that we do have these conversations and I'm, that's why I'm really happy to share this conversation with you today. It's a, it's a great uh, platform to be doing it. I'm glad I'm glad you're here sharing it because I think that I think that listeners, like you said, need to realize that it doesn't have to be that way. There is a lot of that we should be able to be that and be in that in that corporate space. We should be able to be engaged in our own wisdom and those those modalities that are available and not feel like we can't hold them both because they're not condoned. And I know myself, I, I have a lot of difficulty allowing myself to step into the, the this world because I still am holding on to all of that, um, those expectations about being proper and condoned and stamped and all of that stuff. And I think, I think there is a lot of stigma and a lot of false perception about this type of work. And I see so many women now that are quote unquote normal, like you were saying that, oh, everyday type women in, in all part walks of life that are stepping out and saying, well, I'm an accountant, but I'm doing this. I'm a lawyer, but I'm doing this. I'm a doctor, but I'm doing this. Or I'm not any of those things. And I'm doing this because I have found, you know, why the perfect combination of my background leads me to this without needing any additional um, approval for that. It's embracing and knowing and feeling confident in that space. Yes, absolutely. I um, It reminds me of a client that I was introduced to and um, I didn't know at the time we had our first call that she was a politician. And I, you know, we were talking <clears throat> and then she revealed to me what she did for a job. And there was a little moment that I had that, and a thought that I had that run through my head was like, oh, I might have to hold back here, you know. So I tested the waters and, and she said, oh, yeah, um, I know about I know about chakras and healing. I love that kind of stuff. Um, I'd, I'd love to be exposed more to that. And that just blew my mind. I was like, great, I can have a very open conversation with you. So like you said, I think for most women, even if they're quote unquote, think that ordinary we all have an inner knowing women are 
much more naturally tapped into their intuition, you know, having children or being responsible, that caretaking role has us naturally more tapped into our intuition. I think the issue is we've been programmed and conditioned and socialized and familiarized and culturized into ignoring that and into making ourselves wrong and second guessing ourselves. Mm. I think Mm. that more women speak up about this. Yeah, well, I felt someone was about to ring me and then they rang me. Well, that's your intuition. You know, oh, I had a funny feeling and I went to see if my baby was okay and they were just about to do something dangerous. That's your intuition. So start to trust it, start to honor it, start to listen to it because it's that inner voice, that inner guidance that actually will guide us towards our highest purpose and to happiness and health and the wisdom that we are born with. It's innate. We all, we're all born with it. It's just whether we're listening to it or not, whether we're tuning into it or not. And when we don't, we get really sick. And that's what happened to me. Yes, absolutely. And that's what happened to me. So that's, that's part of the reason that I'm, I'm sharing this, creating this platform, because I know that happens to so many women. And when I, I I speak about the four stages of women's lives and I, the first stage being spirit, the first chapter. And I feel like that's when we're the closest to spirit and that's when we get it and we think, Hey, it's going to be this way forever. But then we're, we go into the next chapter and we're told, no, leave that behind. That's a childhood thing. That's not the way the adult world works and adults don't do that. And then even when you are an adult and you see that other people are doing it, you still think, well, let them do it. It's not for me because I need to do, I need to walk the straight and narrow because that's what I'm expected to do. And that's how it's supposed to be. And I think once we continue down that path and we enter the the chapter that is missing, the missing chapter that I call the seeker, that's when we say, okay, I know there's something more. And we start seeking out all the, the possibilities and tapping in and saying, what is it that I left behind? Or maybe you're not really finding it. You're just remembering. It's more of a remembering. And that's what I've, I've found personally. Yeah, absolutely. And we all have a trigger for that. So the trigger to remember or awake, you know, the, there's lots of terms that get banded around, you know, spiritual awakening, a remembering, a um, revealing. And I find that there's always a trigger for that in our life. And that can be a divorce. It can be some drama. It can be losing our job, you know, our career, our status, material things outside of us problems with family that we can't solve a, a disease these are the these are the very things that we at the time think are obstacles and are terrible but they're actually the 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 awakeners they're the the triggers for us to stop what we're doing and look elsewhere you know if i hadn't been so sick there's no way i would have looked for alternative medicine there's no way but i'm so glad now that that happened to me because it opened up a whole new paradigm of life that fills me with joy and 
Um, I'm still incredibly successful, but I'm doing what I love and making money at the same time. You know, I feel so blessed now that I got here. So I would say to your listeners, if if you're struggling with anything in your life, then that's the wake up call. That's, you know, the bell ringing going, hello, hello, come this way. <laughs> and it's really important to take time out and not expect that you can know immediately, oh, that's my purpose. I know I've got this disease because I'm meant to be an author. No, it doesn't work. Like <laughs> We have to follow these breadcrumbs and follow the guidance because, you know, there, we have to take small steps towards ourself, our true self. And so by just trusting those little intuitive hits, that's what gets us up the mountain. That's what gets us to the realizations. That's, that's the answer. I, I, I'm glad you said that because I think that sometimes when I'm having these discussions, our, our listeners might think that there is one aha moment and when is it going to come and it hasn't come. And, and some, so I think they need to realize that women need to realize that it is a series of small things. It's the coincidences, the synchronicities, that very small guidance that is almost so small that it it's purposely small enough that it could be dismissed. And it's the culmination of those tiny little things that themselves fuel the catalyst because it's not, it's not that obvious. It's a, a journey of, it's, it's, not fully lit, you know, it's, it's something that you have to be willing to uh, kind of go under the covers for and, and look around. And if you, if you feel that maybe you haven't found it yet, don't, don't lose faith because it's, it's, it's in the little things. It really is. I love your analogy of, um, you know, it's not fully lit up. There's a reason why it's not, the path is not fully lit because if we were to see the end game, like I said before, we'd freak ourselves out. We'd think we would be, oh, we would become incredibly overwhelmed. And so it's, it's a beautiful thing, a divine setup that we get little bites that we can chew and digest easily. So it's the most gracious thing is grace that we don't see the whole path. And often we get stuck thinking, like you said, I've got to know my absolute highest purpose before I will change anything. And, and I say, no, we have to start changing things. And then the light will start to switch on and we'll get the next step and the next instruction and the next instruction. You know, like it's a little bit like when you go on a, you know, those, those expeditions and they give you little clues everywhere you go to get to the end. It's, it's like that. And it's set up like that because it's benevolent. It's a loving consciousness that has set this up in the first place and so um walk gently towards the direction of your dreams you know if we keep that in mind then we'll always be walking in the right direction mm, that's lovely yeah and i was going to ask what what you would like to you know leave our our listeners with but i feel like that's really profound in itself <laughs> so <laughs> So that that may be it. Um, how can people find you if they want to work with you and experience your gifts and what you have to offer? 
You can find me on my website. Uh, that's just my name, angineamrit.com. I'm on most social platforms as well. I've got lots of freebies, um, giveaways, so you can delve in and um, get a taste of what I do. And I also have a book called Corporate Dropouts. It's a multi-author book. And that really explains my journey and it has lots of tips about if you're wanting to transition or you're in a spiritual awakening journey or you just want to make a change in your life, then um, there's that resource there. Okay, fabulous. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I, I know that our listeners will be enlightened by what you had to share, and I really appreciate your, your being here and your insights. So thank you, Anjani. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Are you a woman wondering what your dreams mean? Are you seeking enlightenment and wanting to connect with your true purpose and higher self? Check out womensdreamanalysis.com to begin exploring the transformative power of your dreams. If you like this episode, please subscribe. If you'd like to share your self-discovery story, spiritual gifts, or have your dream interpreted on the podcast, please go to dreamenlightenment.com.